Welcome to Mount Olive First Pentecostal Holiness Church. Thank you for connecting with us. In just a moment, Pastor Jeff will be sharing an uplifting and encouraging message that we pray will inspire you in your walk with God. Our desire at MOF PHC is for you and your family to find hope in Jesus Christ so that He will transform your life. Thanks again for connecting with us. Please contact us if we can help you discover God's purpose for your life. Enjoy the message. Amen. How many of you know we got a lot to be thankful for? And we do give God thanks. And that's actually a command from the scriptures that we give God thanks continually in the good times and even in the bad times. So we give God thanks. And I give God thanks for, man, what a powerful song that was. Can we give God thanks for our choir and praise the Lord? Powerful reminder. Thankful for our choir. Thankful for uh, this church family. And I'm thankful today because we have some very uh, special guests with us today. I want to recognize, and that is uh, our discipleship director and his wife, Brother John Oliver and his wife, Nicole. Would y'all stand, please, and let's recognize them. They're from the conference here in Falcon, and we appreciate them being here with us today and appreciate uh, their work for the Lord and how God continues to use them. And God, let me tell you something. God is using them in a powerful way. In fact, he used them this morning when they walked in because they brought me two gigantic oatmeal cookies from Sherry's Bakery and uh, I was going to leave them down there but me preaching and looking that way it would be a distraction so I'm going to put them behind me up here so I can guard them but I thought man what a blessing that is I just hope they make it home uh, so Lisa can enjoy one of them Uh, funny story real quick and Lord help me get on track Uh, there was a Sunday here it's been a couple years back and uh, one of the sisters here in the church, she made some very, I mean, just a delicious chocolate chip cookies and had them in a nice little box. And she said, hope you and your family enjoy them cookies. And I said, thank you, ma'am. I know we will. And after the uh, 9 o'clock service was over, I preached there, preached at the 11 o'clock service. I'm just letting you know, when I leave here at 11 o'clock, I'm hungry. And uh, I got in the car and opened that little lid on that cookie box. And next thing I know, I blacked out and I don't know. The uh, came back too, and there was half a cookie left out of all the cookies. And I walked in the house, and I had that nice decorative box. And I told my wife, I said, "This lady at church made some cookies for us." And she opened that box, and there was half a cookie in there. And Lisa looked at me. She said, "You mean to tell me that woman baked cookies and wanted me to have half a cookie?" <laughs> and anyway, I had some explaining to do. But today, with, with the help of Jesus, <clears throat> she'll get one of those oatmeal cookies. Can you believe Thursday is Thanksgiving? It is hard to believe, and I know many of you have already uh, shared that you're doing some activities today with family and uh, different times this week, but I, I pray and I hope that all of you uh, have a wonderful Thanksgiving I hope it's happy, I hope it's blessed, I hope you have a safe Thanksgiving, I hope you can come together somehow, some way, uh, with the people that are close to you, and you can celebrate the goodness of God, that you can celebrate the goodness of God, and uh, you know, there's, there's not a family in this room today that's perfect, 
but we can still gather together and we can celebrate the goodness of God and give him praise and that's one thing that I, I love about Thanksgiving I love Thanksgiving so much uh, one because it almost seems like across the board in our nation everybody kind of slows down for that day uh, just for a couple of hours to be able to give thanks for their families and to uh, celebrate the, 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 the bread they have on their table you know the Bible tells us to pray for daily bread thank God we have food on our tables amen and people slow down long enough at Thanksgiving most people do and I love Thanksgiving I love Thanksgiving because of the food I love it because of the hey we get to watch a little bit of football and, uh, but mainly is to be able to have that time with your family uh, to have that time with your family and your friends that are gathered around you in fact you know what every day should be thanksgiving for God's people uh, every day we should be thanking God uh, for all that he's done for us for who he is we ought to be the most thankful people on this earth um, God's people should be the most thankful people on this earth and that's what I want to talk to you about just, just for a few minutes this morning before we, before we celebrate communion I want to talk to you about the power of thanksgiving the power of thanksgiving you may not think there's power behind thanksgiving but there is power behind thanksgiving thanksgiving don't miss this now thanksgiving unlocks the door for God to do more in your life thanksgiving unlocks the door for God to do more in your life and I'm going to show you that through the scriptures today. I want, to, I want to talk to you about someone in the Bible that got more than they asked for just by saying thank you. They got more than they asked for just by saying thank you. I recently heard somebody say this, and they said, you know, we say it around Christmas. We need to put Christ back in Christmas. Well, somebody said we need to put thanks back into Thanksgiving. How many of you know there not, not many people say thank you anymore this day and time? And, but thank you is a powerful word. In fact, why don't you practice it right now and on the count of three just say thank you. One, two, three. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> Thanksgiving has power because it unlocks the door for God to do more in your life. Open your Bibles this morning. You got your Bibles with you. Open your Bibles to the Gospel of Luke. The Gospel of Luke, chapter 17, verse 11 through 19. Luke 17, verses 11 through 19. Now, I'm going to be reading out of the NIV this morning, so I'm not sure what translation you have. I'll have the scriptures on the screen here as well. It may read a little different in your Bible, but... We're going to talk to you about someone who got more than they asked for just by saying thank you. The, the heart of this message today is for you to walk out of here and realize there's power with power in thanksgiving and how God will use your thank you to open up door, the door for more in your life. So Luke 17, verse 11. The header there in your Bible say, it may say 10 lepers that were healed. Jesus is He's traveling, and the Bible says in verse 11 that on the way to Jerusalem, Jesus was passing along between Samaria and Galilee. And as he entered a village, he was met by ten lepers who stood at a distance and lifted their voices, saying, Jesus, Master, have pity on us. Some translations say mercy. Say mercy. 
Verse 13 says, They lifted up their voices, saying, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. And when he saw them, he said to them, Go and show yourselves to the priest. And as they went, they were cleansed. Then one of them, when he saw that he was healed, turned back, praising God with a loud voice, and he fell on his face at Jesus' feet, giving him thanks. Now he was a Samaritan. Then Jesus answered, Were not ten cleansed? Where are the nine? Was no one found to return and give praise to God except for this foreigner? And he said to him, that one, Rise and go your way. Your faith has made you well. Your faith has made you well. Let me read verse 15 and 16 again. The one of them, then one of them, when he saw that he was healed, turned back, praising God with a loud voice, and he fell on his face at Jesus' feet, giving him thanks. This one leper, this one leper, this one man said thank you, and something powerful happened. He got more than he asked for. He said thank you, and he got more than he asked for. Because thank you, thanksgiving opens the door for God to do more. Thanksgiving opens the door for God to, uh, to more of God's mercy. Aren't you thankful this morning for the mercy of God? Think about it here. They were crying out for mercy. Thanksgiving opens the door to more of God's mercy. You have these lepers and, and they're rejected and removed from their families they're rejected and removed from the workplace and they're rejected and removed from the worship place and, and in fact they were these lepers in that day and time according to the Jewish law they were forced to live in camps outside the cities with other lepers think about that can, can you imagine the smell in the leper camps can you imagine the smell of, of skin that is rotting away that is diseased can you imagine the, the shame and the, and the suffering that these lepers dealt with? I mean, it appeared like for them that their life was over. It was hopeless for them. But then something amazing happens. Luke tells us here that Jesus went to a village where these ten lepers were at. Aren't you thankful today that Jesus, who was rich in mercy, will go to places looking for people who are all messed up in life? He'll go to place. I hear people say sometimes, I found God. You didn't find God. He's never been lost. He found you. Amen. He found you. And Jesus here, he went into that village and he pursued after, because of his mercy, these people who were messed up in life. I'm thankful today that Jesus, who was rich in mercy, will go after the outcast and the rejects of life. I'm thankful today that Jesus, who was rich in mercy, will go after people who have issues in their life. I'm thankful today that Jesus, who was rich in mercy, will go after people who are suffering, who are lonely, who are in pain. How many of you are thankful today that God goes after us because he's rich in mercy? Praise the Lord for his mercy. For his mercy. Hallelujah. The mercy of God. The Bible says that our Lord is merciful and his mercies are new every day. Hallelujah. We got a lot to thank God for today. Thank God for his mercy. More mercy every day that God gives to us. And we need to make sure that we thank God for his mercy. God's word says here in 
Luke 17 that these 10 lepers the Bible says they stood at a distance they stood at a distance and they stood at a distance because Jewish law required them to stay so many feet away from other people because their skin disease was considered to be contagious they stood at a distance because of their issues and I thought about that that phrase they stood at a distance it, it could be that some of you you walked in here this morning or maybe you're watching through the live stream and it could be today that you're standing at a distance from God because of your own issues in your life maybe you feel at a distance today because of, of sin in your life maybe you feel at distance today from God because of the shame that you carry maybe you feel at distance today because of your, your past failures or your past hurts it could be something that was not even your own fault but something that happened to you in the past and it's caused you to feel distant from God maybe you're here this morning and you feel distant from God because of the brokenness in your life that you have experienced some of it was in the past some of it has been more recent maybe you're here today and you feel distant today from God and you see no way forward in your life all you can sense is, is just fear and, and darkness and depression the truth is that we all face issues in life at times that cause us to feel distant. But here's the good news. Here's the good news. Even when we stand at a distance because of whatever we've experienced in our life, the good news is that Jesus still has more mercy for us. He has mercy for us when we, when we feel distant, when we feel far off. And if you're here this morning and you feel distant because of some issues in your life, please hear me this morning. Remember and be thankful that Jesus loves you. He loves the outcast. He loves the rejected. He loves the suffering. He loves the bound. He loves the broken. He loves everybody, even with all your issues. He loves the person that thinks they got it all figured out and they don't. He loves everybody because he's a God who's full of mercy. Amen. And I'm thankful today that Jesus, and I know you're thankful too, that Jesus has mercy on us despite all my issues. I'm thankful today. How many of you are thankful today that God has more mercy for all the issues that we have in our life? Praise God. Hallelujah. <laughs> Praise the Lord. The lepers, they stood at a distance and the Bible says they cried out to Jesus. They stood at a distance and they cried out to Jesus and on this Sunday morning before Thanksgiving, I'm thankful today that I can cry out to Jesus in the middle of my mess. I'm thankful that I can cry out in the middle of my issues. I can cry out to Jesus in the, in the middle of my pain, in the middle of my brokenness, in the middle of whatever I'm walking through. I can cry out to Jesus. Hallelujah. And these 10 lepers here, they cried out, Jesus, we need you. We need you, Jesus. They cried out, we need you, Jesus. Think about this. They didn't cry out to anybody else. They cried out to Jesus. They didn't cry out to a doctor. They didn't cry out to the government. They didn't cry out to some earthly priest that was going to make intercession for them. They cried out to Jesus. They cried out to the King of kings and the Lord of lords. They cried out to the one Jesus who with him all things are possible to those that believe. Hallelujah. They cried out to Jesus, the only one that could help them, the only one that could heal them, the only one that could cleanse them. They cried out to Jesus. 
And friend, what a powerful lesson that is for us at Thanksgiving to make sure that we cry out to Jesus. Let me ask you this morning, when is the last time you cried out to Jesus to help you? I was crying out to Jesus this weekend, help me, Lord. Crying out this morning as we prayed, help us, Lord, in this service today. When's the last time you cried out to Jesus to deliver you from that sin? When is the last time you cried out to Jesus to give you peace and joy? When is the last time you cried out to Jesus to heal you and to deliver you? When's the last time you cried out to Jesus to provide for you and to protect you? When is the last time you cried out to Jesus, Lord Jesus, have mercy on me? The psalmist said in Psalm 28, 6, he says this, Listen, praise be to the Lord, for he has heard my cry for mercy. Praise be to the Lord, he has heard my cry for mercy. When I read that verse, I think about that song we sing. And it goes, I sought the Lord and he heard and he answered. I sought the Lord and he heard and he answered. I sought the Lord and he heard and he answered. When you cry out to the Lord, you can cry out and he'll answer with his mercy. Praise be to the Lord for he has heard my cry for mercy. Man, aren't you thankful for mercy? These ten lepers cried out to Jesus, Have mercy on us. What is mercy? Mercy is God holding back what we truly deserve. Grace is giving us what we don't deserve, but mercy is holding back what we do deserve. And I'm thankful this morning on this Sunday, I'm thankful that God doesn't give me what I deserve. Because I deserve hell. I deserve judgment. I deserve wrath. I deserve punishment. I deserve the cross. But out of His mercy, out of God's mercy, Jesus took all the punishment for you and for me. Praise the Lord. I'm thankful today that Jesus took our place on the cross. We deserved it. We deserved it. Friend, don't ever forget that. We deserved it. He went through the shame. He went through the, the, the mocking and, and being beaten beyond recognition. He went through the suffering. He went through being beaten and having his skin ripped away from his body. He was the one that carried the cross. He was the one that was nailed to the cross. He was the one that hung to the cross. He's the one that bled and died for you and for me. We deserved it. But thank God for his mercy. Hallelujah. Thank God for his mercy. Praise the Lord. His mercy. Oh, it's new every day. Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving opens the door for more mercy. More mercy. Lord, I need more mercy every day. And Thanksgiving opens the door to more of God's power. Verse 14, Jesus says here, He saw the lepers and He told them to go and show themselves to the priest. And they went and they were cleansed of their leprosy. Now in the Old Testament times when if somebody was uh, healed or cleansed from leprosy, the Jewish law required that person to, to go to the priest. And the priest would examine their body, examine their, their skin. And if they appeared to be clean and healed, then they were, they were written this certificate to be able to enter back into society. 
Jesus told these ten lepers to, to go show themselves to the priest. But here's the problem. They were not yet cleansed. They were not yet cleansed. And, but what that on their way to the priest, that's when the miracle took place. It was when they trusted and obeyed Jesus. That's when they experienced more of the power of God. They obeyed Jesus and they were cleansed. They obeyed Jesus and they were healed. They obeyed Jesus and got the victory. They obeyed Jesus and got the blessing. And it could be that some of us this morning that we're missing out on the victories. We're missing out on the blessings. We're missing out on experiencing the power of God because we're not obeying Jesus. God help us to obey, trust and obey the Lord. Help us, God, to be willing to do what you've asked us to do. Some of you are waiting on God to do a miracle, and God is waiting on you to obey. Some of you are waiting for your miracle, and God is waiting on you to take a step of faith. Listen, our hearts this morning on this Sunday, we should be overflowing with thanksgiving because when we obey the Lord, it opens up the door for more of the power of God. More of the power of God. How many of you want to obey the Lord? Come on. I hope every hand in here would go up. I'll, he's the Lord of my life. That means he's master. He's in control. I'm going to obey him. I'm going to allow him to lead me. Thanksgiving opens the door to more of God's power. And Thanksgiving opens the door to more of God's miracles. The Bible says here that one of the lepers, when he saw that he was healed, he turned back praising God in a loud voice and he fell on his face at the feet of Jesus and he started giving him thanks. I love it. I love it. One of the lepers, he fell on his face at the feet of Jesus and he began with a loud voice to declare thanks to God. Thanks to God. This one leper who was a Samaritan he was healed. Can you imagine those ten as they traveled toward the high priest and they just started to notice that their skin was being healed and there's no telling what they were sensing, the power of God working through their life and there they go and they're healed and, and the Bible says that the nine, uh, ten of them went but only one came back but one came back and he turned and he went back to Jesus and the other nine that were physically healed they, they, whatever happened evidently they went back to their old life they went back to their old way of living I'm sure when they were all running toward the high priest and everything was uh, healed and cleansed and, and after that he says you know what I know where you nine are going you can go the way you want to go but I'm going back to thank the one that turned my life around I'm going back to thank the one that healed me and this one man, this one man says, you know what, I'm going back, I'm turning back, and, and I'm not going back to my old life, and I'm going to go back to Jesus, and I'm going to thank him for the miracle of new life. I'm going to thank him for changing my life, transforming my life. I'm going to thank Jesus who makes all things new. I'm going back to say thank you for giving me another chance. I'm going back to say thank you for your mercy. I'm going back to say thank you for the miracle. The nine can do what they want to. The 90% can go do what they want to. But I'm in the 10% and I'm going to turn back and I'm going to say thank you, Jesus, for what you've done for me. Don't you want to be in the 10%? Thank you, Jesus. Why don't you practice it one more time? Thank you, Jesus. 
And man, I've been thanking Jesus all week long, not just this week, but every day. But I was thinking back, even last night into early this morning, we have so much to thank Jesus for. We need to make sure that we always turn back and give the Lord praise and give him thanks. Thought about Monday night. We were all here for our council meeting here at church, and we began to look through some things that God is doing here in this church. And we always stop and we give God praise and give him thanks. And there was so much to thank the Lord for on Monday night. And then, and then Wednesday, we were in the prayer service. You heard uh, Brother Danny Jackson, a uh, six-year anniversary from where he broke his neck in a four-wheeler accident. And he stood up here to, uh, Wednesday night and shared how faithful and how good God is that he'll never leave you nor forsake you. And then I went into recovery meeting on Thursday night, celebrate recovery. And Brandon Sutton, man, praise God. Brandon, will you and your wife Erica stand up, please? Man, I'm telling you, God is working there. Hallelujah. <laughs> praise the Lord. Brandon started off, he had not given his testimony before, and he stood up there and he began to share some things and read some things. And every once in a while, right in the middle of his testimony, he stopped and looked up in the heavens and said, Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. And then yesterday I came out for the Elijah House graduation led by Miss Iris and Brother Ricky and to hear the testimonies of God's power and miracles that work in the hearts and the lives of people and how he's touched them and healed them and they were giving praise to the Lord. Friend, I say, you know what? Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, for all that you're doing. Hallelujah. And I could go on and go on and go on. You know what, some of us, not anybody at this church, we can be guilty that while we're on our journey through life, we never turn back and say thank you, Jesus, for what he's done for us. We, we have no problem turning back to Jesus when, when the lights go out in life. We have no problem turning back to Jesus when the mess comes. We have no problem turning back to Jesus when we need him to meet a need. But how often do we turn back to Jesus and say, thank you, thank you for who you are. Thank you, Lord, for your mercy. Thank you for the power that's made perfect in my weaknesses. Thank you for your grace. Thank you for the miracles in my life. And friend, listen to the preacher this morning. We need to be thanking him for the little things, and we need to be thanking him for the big things. And we also need to thank him too for the things that we don't even know about. Things he's kept us from. I've seen people over the years, nobody in this church, whose lives have been miraculously changed by Jesus. He, healed, he saved them. He healed them. He delivered them. He restored things back to them that the devil had stolen from them. But it seems like over time, they've, they've de developed amnesia. They, they, I don't know what it is. They, they can't remember what God has done for them in the past. Sometimes you've got to rewind and look back. If the fire ever starts to go out in your Christian walk, let me give you some good advice right now. Start to rewind and look back and review what all God has done for you in your life to where you are right now if that don't spark some fire in you I don't know what will we don't need to forget what God has done for us 
People I know have just walked away. They, they cried out to Jesus when they were lost in their sins. They cried out to Jesus when they, when they were in chains. They cried out to Jesus when their world was in chaos and was about to crash and burn. They cried out to Jesus with family problems. They cried out to Jesus when they were sick. They cried out to Jesus when they needed a job. But now that they have all that they need, they never turn back and say, thank you, Jesus. They forget about the Lord and his goodness. And that happens. It happens. In fact, the psalmist said in Psalm 103, verse 2 says, Praise the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits. Forget not all his benefits. And these nine, these nine lepers, they, they forgot about the goodness of God. They forgot about the benefits of God. And Jesus asked, Where are the nine? Where are the nine? I don't want to be one of the nine. I don't want Jesus asking, where is Jeff Dale? I don't want Jesus asking, where is my all of First Pentecostal Holiness Church? That's you and you and you and you, all of you. I want to be like this one man, and I want to come back and say, thank you, Jesus, for the miracles that you have done in my life. Thank you, Lord, for your faithfulness. Thank you for your goodness. Thank you, God, for your provision, your protection. It isn't perfect, but God, you have been with me through it all. To God be the glory. The Bible says that this one man, he came back. Now, if you read the Amplified Version, and I know I throw a lot of translations, but you need to read them all. The Bible says he came back. The Amplified Version says this man came back to Jesus, and then it says this right here. Over and over with a loud voice, he began to thank Jesus. Over and over with a loud voice. Evidently, the Lord wants us to get loud with our thanksgiving. Amen. Psalm 98.4 says this, Shout joyfully to the Lord all the earth and break forth in song, rejoice and sing praises. Let me say it again. Shout joyfully to the Lord. Shout. Not a whisper, not a whimper, but a shout. Shout to the Lord. Get loud with your thanksgiving. Over and over and over as the Bible says. This one leper who used to shout unclean. He's now shouting, thank you Jesus. Thank you Jesus. Get loud with your thanks. If I had to encourage this morning, go big with your thanks. Get loud with your thanks. It should be vocal. This leper had a loud voice. Thanksgiving is about getting loud for Jesus. You know why you need to get loud for Jesus? So other people can hear it? Come on. I, I mean, I'm trying to picture myself in the Bible here. You know, many times when Jesus performed a miracle, he was, you know, it's not, it's not my time to be revealed yet. Don't say anything. And you, you know there was persecution already happening. The people wanted to kill Jesus and and you can imagine, I'm just thinking if I was Peter or John or James and, and this leper came back and he's, he's shouting, he's shouting loud, he's shouting loud. He's been, he's been healed, he's been cleansed, he's shouting loud, thank you Jesus, thank you Jesus, thank you Jesus in front of everybody. And I can see Peter right now. Not so loud. Don't, don't tell everybody. but it won't going to stop this man. It won't going to stop him. He just kept shouting over. The Bible says over and over, thank you, thank you, thank you, Jesus. 
Get loud, get loud, get loud with your praise. And you get loud so everybody will know that you had nothing to do with it. It's Jesus who did this. I don't deserve the glory. Jesus has done what he's done in my life. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Shout it out. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Get loud with it. Get loud with it. Boy, we'll get loud at a ball game. But not in church. Come on. Shout to the Lord, joyfully to the Lord. Let all the earth break forth in song and praise and rejoicing. This man, he went from shouting, unclean, unclean, unclean. Now he can shout, I am clean. Thank you, Jesus. Sometimes you have to get loud with your thanksgiving. You're at the doctor's office waiting for that report to come back. Oh, man. That, hey, good report. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Somebody hands you oatmeal cookies. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> Hallelujah. Whatever it may be, I don't need anybody to prime my pump. I don't need anybody to pump me up to praise the Lord. Think about it. All that Jesus has done in my life, I'm going to shout. I'm going to shout thank you. Sometimes it's a sacrifice of a shout, but I'm going to shout and say thank you, Jesus, and I'm going to do it over and over and over until I take my last breath on this earth. I'm going to be shouting thank you, Jesus, for what you've done in my life, what you've done in my family, where you brought me from, your goodness, your mercy, your grace. Thank you, Jesus. Because I know where I could be at. I know where I could be at. I could be divorced. I could be in prison. I could be dead. But because of more mercy, more grace, more power, more miracles, God, you have turned it all around. Hallelujah. Shout. Praise the Lord. And he's done it for everybody in here. You could be rotting away in your sin today, but Jesus saved you. Shout. Praise to the Lord. I want you to notice this as we get ready to transition. If you want to come on, brother, thank you. I want you to notice something here before we close. Thanksgiving gets God's attention. I'm telling you right now, Thanksgiving gets God's attention. This man came back to Jesus and he began over and over to say thank you. And this one man who was already cleansed and healed physically, not only was he healed physically, but then Jesus saves his soul. He saves his soul. Listen to what Jesus tells him. Jesus said to him, he was on the ground at the feet of Jesus. And over and over and over, he's, he's cleansed, he's healed and all he can do is say, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. And Jesus speaks to him. He says, arise and go because your faith has made you well. Your faith has made you well. That word well is the same word for saved. He not only was physically healed, but his soul was saved. His soul was healed. Aren't you thankful today that you have salvation through Jesus Christ? 
Come on, friend. Aren't you thankful today for the, for, for the miracle of new life? The miracle of eternal life. Aren't you thankful for the miracle that you have been born again? Aren't you thankful for the, for the freedom that you have in Christ? Aren't you thankful for the victory that you have in Christ Jesus? Aren't you thankful for the, the peace that you have with God and the peace of God that he gives to us? Aren't you thankful today that not only has he, has he healed you physically, but he's healed your soul? That's a reason to shout today. See, Thanksgiving gets God's attention to do more than we asked for. He went back with his body healed, but he got more than he asked for. He got more than just the physical healing. His soul was healed. Thanksgiving unlocks the door for God to do more in your life. And we need to thank God today for who he is and for what he can do. And most of all, please hear me. As we go into Thanksgiving, listen, if you can't think of anything, and I could help you if you can, I can help you. But if you're born again, you know you're saved. You know that your sins have been forgiven. You know that you're on your way to heaven. You know God is your Father. You know Jesus as your Savior. You know the Holy Spirit has filled you to help you. You know heaven is in your future. Friend, you got something to thank God for. You got something to thank God for. Come on, praise Him. And I want us to, before we move into a time of communion, I want us just to bow our heads right now. I need every Christian praying, please. Every Christian praying. My heart and the heart of God, I know, would be that everyone in this place today would be able to receive communion. But that happens because you have faith in Jesus Christ. You have repented of your sins. You have received Jesus Christ to be your Savior and to be your Lord. You have admitted that you're a sinner. You have, you have believed on the Lord Jesus Christ, that he died in your place and my place, and that he, was, he died, he was buried, and he rose from the grave. You believe it by faith, and you confess today that Jesus is Lord over your life. Lord over your life. He's not asking you if you're religious. He wants that relationship with you right now. And it can start with a simple surrender to your heart and a yes to him by repenting of your sins. If you're here this morning, I want to pray with you. Nobody's here to embarrass you, I promise you. It's all out of the love of Jesus Christ. Nobody looking around. If you're here this morning and you, you're not certain... You're not certain that heaven is in your future. You're not, you're not sure that you're saved and your sins are forgiven, but you want to receive Christ today. You're ready to respond. You're ready to receive him to be Lord and Savior of your life. And, and I want to pray with you. And I just need the direction of how to lead this prayer. If you're here and you're ready to receive Christ or rededicate your life back to Christ right now, would you lift your hand real high where I can see it? Hold it up high. Keep, keep it up. Keep it up. God bless you. Come on. Is there any others? Come on, I'm here today and I want to rededicate my life back to God. Uh, God bless you, ma'am. God bless you. God bless you, sir. God bless you. Any others? Come on, just a few more minutes. Just God, God's speaking to me about making a decision today to rededicate my life to Christ. I want to go to heaven. 
and I'm ready to surrender my life. God bless you, sir. Right there where you are, whether you raised your hand or not, you can just pray a simple prayer. It's a simple childlike prayer. Just pray with me. Just, Jesus, I'm a sinner. I need forgiveness of my sins. Come into my life right now, Lord. I invite you in. I surrender everything to you. I repent. I repent. I turn away from sin, and I turn to you. I turn to you, and first I say, thank you, Lord. Thank you for dying for me on the cross. Thank you for shedding your blood so my sins could be washed away. Thank you that you're the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. Thank you, God, that you who knew no sin became sin for me so I may experience the righteousness of God in my life. Thank you, Lord, for saving me and rescuing me and redeeming me. And I receive you right now by faith, by faith. I receive you. Jesus, I pray that you would cleanse me like you cleanse these lepers, physically, but most of all, spiritually. Wash away my sins. Give me new life today, and I receive it by faith right now. I receive that gift of salvation by faith in the holy name of Jesus, in the holy name of Jesus, and all of God's people said amen, amen, amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord.